Welcome to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner and I serve as the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training or SALT. And the design of the SALTCast is to be a resource to provide information for leaders of congregations to not only strengthen their leadership, but as well to help them prepare for future leaders and how to equip them for the future. Today, we are blessed to have David Henniger in the, the booth with us and talking about some various things in regards to counseling. If you would, uh, I know that you teach sure. in the master's program, mm -hmm. teach some counseling classes. Just give us a little background as to how you got to where you are now and some of the stuff that you're doing in regards to counseling. Well, yeah. Uh, so I... I ended up uh, at, at Harding University for my undergrad and uh, just was uh, I fell in love with uh, a sweet young woman there. And it was a choice of either uh, going to Memphis or staying at the campus uh, there in Searcy. And I, I really just fell in love with an idea of marriage and family therapy mm. and the program that they had going on there. And so for my master's work, that's where I went and uh, started in on that program and uh, then took it uh, past that and uh, got got my doctorate in uh, pastoral counseling. Oh, nice. Uh, so, yeah. And after that, we uh, went to South Carolina and I worked with a congregation there uh, with um, counseling inside of uh, the congregation made, uh, mainly. And then sure. as an outreach ministry, uh, we, we did that and it was it was uh, fantastic to be able to get into the lives of people and to help them in their walk with God uh, and just have fallen in love with this idea of of building up relationship between people as well as uh, deepening their relationship with God. That's awesome. Well, as you know, and thinking about the idea of counseling, there are so many different ways that people think of counseling sure. and how they view counseling, especially from the standpoint of of a, a spiritual religious sector and how that works in the church. Can you spend a little time telling us about some of the various uh, maybe counseling mm -hmm. theories or counseling approaches and, and maybe which ones you see as being the most beneficial or applicable for leaders and, and congregational settings? Sure. So um, maybe to give a little bit of, bit of background on this, I really see this as kind of a, uh, uh, two main uh, ideas of thought. Okay. Uh, and they're kind of on opposite ends of a spectrum. Uh, one is uh, an idea of uh, problems that we have inside of relationship, inside of ourselves, uh, are, are very biologically based. Uh, and that's this is kind of where uh, most of our secular stuff is going uh, okay. these days. Uh, is to to figure out how can I deal with uh, the biological implications of a person and the situation that they're in. This is where we see a lot of uh, uh, pharmacology coming in. Uh, and then the opposite side of the spectrum is is where most of Christian counseling is, uh, what I would consider Christian counseling. And it's just this idea that people uh, have hangups in their life and they have problems in their relationships. They have problems with uh, their their family of origin and just different circumstances that they're in. And we want to address that. We want to see, you, you know, if you grew up in a family where uh, your father was an alcoholic right. and this is leading you to, to some behaviors and some some different things in your life that you're uh, that you're acting out in ways that aren't healthy. 
uh, we want we want to address those things. And so we we'd call that what I would call that is systems uh, theory, uh, where we're just looking at the entire system and seeing if there's some sort of a hang up that we can address uh, from from a scriptural standpoint, from a, a relationship with God standpoint, and make sure that um, that we're doing everything that we can with that. So inside of that, there's a whole spectrum. Uh, so we have a very uh, biblical and systems theory approach to things. Okay. And then we have a pharmacological uh, side and biological side of approach to things. And I think, honestly, we need to examine things uh, from, from both of those spectrums and not consider one or other necessarily being better uh, than the other, but okay. at the same time, uh, to be wise in, in how we deal with people and how we deal with things. Uh, personally, uh, like I said, I, I come from uh, from a very conservative background of uh, I really want to do everything that I can mm -hmm. uh, to help a person uh, move toward healthier relationship with other people, with themselves and with God, uh, without uh considering that this is something that you can't deal with. And so let's just put a pill in your mouth. But right. I think that there are circumstances uh, where that, that may be appropriate at the same time. So I think we need to be real careful uh, in, in how we approach things. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I think there's, there's a lot of room for, for wisdom and discernment uh, as to each individual case and, and making sure that we give people the best care that we can uh, without becoming too arrogant one way or another. Right. Yeah. So you, you see both. Sure. Within the, the setting of a congregation to where both sides of that are needed. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know, I know some very uh, strong and uh, uh, very dedicated men and women of God uh, who come from a very uh, biological uh, standpoint of things and, and, I don't. I don't see that necessarily as uh, a push against uh, Christianity or what the Spirit has the power to do inside of a person's life. Right. Uh, but I, you know, I think I think that there's wisdom and and uh, uh, discernment needed on on both sides of that spectrum. Okay. So, in talking about the idea of this contrast between what we would call Christian or biblical counseling and the idea of secular counseling, counseling can you? Can you share with us some things that really involve the positives, maybe explaining even more in a little detail about the contrast between the two, and then talk a little bit about uh, the positives and negatives of both approaches. I know you've touched on it some, but just sure. a little further into that. Sure. Uh, I think one of the, the, the huge positives of, uh, of biblical counseling uh, or Christian counseling is that uh, we have the potential to uh, really allow the spirit uh, to move inside of people, to let them uh, find wisdom uh, from other individuals uh, mm -hmm. that they're that they're coming in contact with, uh, and uh, to move them into deeper and uh, better and healthier modes of relationship with other self and God. Um, whereas, uh, but. Sometimes you come across something that is um, uh, what we would classify or what the, the counseling and psychology world would classify as as a mood disorder uh, that 
that we don't have real good answers for yet as far mm. as far as how to deal with them right. uh, in in uh, different modalities of therapy, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, short term therapies, d- different things like that. That we we don't know how to to help move a person in the right direction with that right. as of yet. Um, and we can pray through it. And I think we should bathe everything in prayer and uh, bathe everything in scripture. So, but at the same time, what do I do with somebody that has a major anxiety disorder uh, that that everything that we've tried so far is is not helping? Uh, that's where uh, I think that it might be appropriate to, to go to a psychiatrist and say, hey, is there something that we could do to help them get over a bump right now so that we could work on things? Because what, what are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do in, in a circumstance where... Uh, if we could just get over the hump of this one particular thing, then we could actually work on something. Mm-hmm. But until we do, they can't work on anything. Uh, so there's there's a challenge there. Uh, and, and I recognize the stress that's that's there sure. at the same time. So from a leadership standpoint, yeah. how would you connect the idea of Christian counseling? And I'm asking this question because... Years ago, when I was going through uh, Bible training school, preacher training school, sure. and we had a course on biblical counseling, uh-huh. and I remember distinctly that what was said to us as students was, don't counsel. Mm. So that was the advice they gave us, and they prefaced it by saying, unless you're going to go through getting the training that you need and the education to be able to bring into uh, a setting to, uh, an awareness of those circumstances. Could you elaborate on that for, for people who are in leadership positions, you know, serving as elders and they have yeah. folks coming in and this contrast between what we see secularly in the world and the idea of biblical counseling, because certainly there's a difference between somebody who's caught up in a sin sure. and somebody who's really dealing with something that needs counseling. Yeah. So, yeah, this is... Um this is a little bit of a hot topic for, uh, for me uh, because I, I think that uh, the word counseling has has gotten a bit of a um, a pigeonholed rap. Right. Uh, so we all counsel. Uh, that's that's the thing that we do. That's the nature of relationship. Mm. Right. Is I want to get involved in your life and I need you to be involved in my life. And that's that's what relationship is. Is that I build you up, I extol you, I admonish you to do greater and better things. And likewise, you do the same for me. Now, the flip side of that coin is that takes time, right? It takes energy that takes uh, some sort of wisdom uh, on the part of the other individual for it to be uh, something that's positive. Right. right. Uh, and so there is that there is that section of, of thinking that says uh, if I'm a leader in a congregation or, you know, an elder, especially uh, is it is it appropriate for me to come in and to counsel this individual? Uh, you know, specifically counsel this individual if I'm not willing to go the distance with them and make sure that 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 I'm giving enough of my time and myself and my energies and the wisdom, not just from me, but from the Bible and from other Christian individuals to really help them move. Because I could potentially do more damage if I'm going to come in and sit with an individual for for 20 minutes, uh, an hour and then be like, oh, well, we had our counseling session and now you're better, right? Uh, so, you know, I, again, wisdom and discernment. I hate to keep on going back to that, but but there's a sense in which 
there's there's a truth to that. Uh, and I might get into a room with somebody as as a leader and begin to understand that this problem is bigger than me, mm-hmm. at which point uh, I realize that I might not be the counselor for them. Right. But I need to have uh, a network of counselors or I need to have a network of individuals that could help address that topic. And even here uh, at at SIBI, I recognize my limitations. Right. I have specific training in specific things, but I don't have specific training in pharmacology. There are individuals that are here that are more capable uh, of, of helping uh, people with certain situations than I am. And that's OK. You know, I don't need to be the best at everything that I do. Right. Well, that's great. And I tell you, this is, we were off to a good start. Yeah. And it, it, the thing that I always keep coming back to is how quickly the time goes by when, sure. we're, when we get into discussing various topics. So uh, I want to thank everyone for listening in on today's session. Thank you for joining yeah, us and sharing some of this. We've got more we'll talk about and we will have uh, more sessions. And so I want to encourage you to listen in as we do future podcasts in relationship to uh, David and his expertise in some of these areas in relationship to counseling and especially as it relates to leadership and those who are involved. So thank you for joining us and thank you for being a part of today. And we will continue on in our next session. Thank you.